also when you start taking those things out, what stops a lot of us from doing that and leaving that frustration at the gate Mm. in this example Mm. is that we then open ourselves to a little bit of vulnerability. And you know what? Hells yeah. You've got to embrace that. Yeah. And you've got to realise that, you know, sometimes you need to put yourself out there and be vulnerable. Yeah. And what a brilliant thing to model to our kids. Quanta folks and welcome to episode three of Bark Richards. <laughs> I always hesitate for a second because it feels a bit naughty swearing in the first sentence um, of a podcast but thank you for joining us yet again. To, today McGill is going to take it by storm. What are we talking about today darling? Well, today something I wanted to cover which I think ties into some of the other stuff we've spoken about um, is showing up authentically. Mm. Um, bringing your true self and um, yeah, turning up honestly for the people that you are going to be there for. Yeah, and this really um, fits into something that we talk about regularly, which is radical self-responsibility. And shout out to Midge, our dear friend, who coined that phrase. I'm not saying that he was the author, but he's the one that brought it into my awareness. And I refer to it all the time about how different society would be and community would be if we all had radical self-responsibility in all facets of our life and showing up authentically really feels like it's got to do with that doesn't it well it's sort of the start of the well it's one of the places where you can start the whole process yeah you know you take responsibility for yourself so when you turn up somewhere you turn up fully fully present fully um ready to go and fully committed to what you're there for and well, look, if we tie it back to the first podcast anyway, if it's a should, you shouldn't be there, right? Yeah. You should right. have fucked that one before you even got there. <laughs> but if you have, if, or if you're there and you're, oh, I don't know if I want let's show up. Let's be authentic. Let's be who we truly are and um, put that out to the world. So um, in the interest of not being um, disingenuous, should we introduce our alter egos? <laughs> we probably should. So I am Jody from Quantum Mama. And I'm McGill from Quantum Papa. And um, that feels like some kind of branding or identity exercise. That's not meant to be, is it? No, but it's part of our intro. It is. <laughs> so, you know, so it is. Um, so I, I just want you to take this one um, by the horns because you've been really ruminating on this one. And what we talked about was um, I have this real need to not prepare for these conversations. So McGill's like, okay, I want to I want to talk about this. And I'm like, sweet, man, well, I'm just going to roll with whatever comes out and um, it'll be all good. But tell me, yes. what do you want to say about this? So I guess, especially given the, la- the craziness of the last few years, the I guess the point of time we are at in our lives, with our children and that sort of stuff, and our and our lives and our friends around us, um, showing up authentically means that you just if you're going to go somewhere or you're going to interact with someone, and you're choosing to be there because it's where you wish to be, um, you turn up a hundred percent with who you are. Literally, for want of a better description, your balls and all. Yeah. Yeah. You I love are balls and all. It's balls good. and all. You are there for the simple fact that yeah. you've chosen to be there. So take the best version of yourself, the highest vibe version of yourself. And I so, love that. 
It's great. I well, I actually I do try and live that, don't I? Like I will show up like that at work, even if I'm feeling quite tired. You know, the beautiful people I speak to in the course of my job, um, they get the full JoJo, as you would say, don't they? Like they get balls and all JoJo. Well, and most of the time we're only talking solar, but it's quite hilarious because I can go on pretty crazy conversations with people because I, I refuse not to show up. Yeah, and this is the thing. We're, we're at a time in our lives and we're at a time in this world where you need to be out there and being honest and being truthful yeah. and part of that is showing up authentically. And, you know, if the conversation isn't necessarily one where you think you showing up authentically is going to work, then you need to decide whether or not you're going to engage in that conversation yeah, yeah. or whether you're going to show up and put it out there and let the other person work out how they're going to respond. Yeah. You know, it's funny because when you mentioned that, it took me back to a time where one of my dear friends when I was in ambulance, Des, you yeah. know, Des, Des is beautiful. Des, if you're out there, I love you. You're still a gorgeous human um, that blessed my life. But one of the things you said to me when I was in one of the throes of, you know, some relationship had just finished and I was like, why doesn't anyone love me? Clearly it was um, BM, so it was before McGill. But um, I remember Des in his beautiful wisdom, and he was 30-odd years older than me and, and really was saying it from a genuine place. He said, I think you just need to tone down who you are because you're a bit full on for people. And it was really funny. It was in that moment, I must have been all of maybe like, 24 or something 26 years old and um, I remember thinking no if that I'm not going to tone myself down like I am all heart I risk I mean in a kind of you know um well I was going to say not in a myocarditis kind of way but in that kind of inflamed heart way where it can be powerful and fiery and passionate passionate darling yes. that's me and I realized what he was trying to do was um help me not have heartache. He wanted to relieve me of that those big feelings that I was feeling about, you know, just having dumb, dumb guys just not appreciate me for who I was because, in fact, you know, I was surrounded by people that loved me with my friends. And it was such um, a beautiful moment because it crystallised for me almost immediately, no, I'm not going to tone myself down. I'm going to show up fully from the start, so there's no misunderstanding about what anyone was getting into if they were going to, you know, strike up some kind of relationship with me. And turns out <laughs> this guy, he could handle it. Like you got balls on old Jody from the start, didn't you? Like, I, 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 showed did. Up. I did. And and it's funny because listening to that, I yeah. go, no, I'm pretty happy you told me exactly who you were yeah. from, from day dot. and. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's that, it's that showing up authentically that um, was a it was a galvanizing thing where we both were suddenly not able to show up. Sorry, we were able to show up authentically to one another. Mm. But then we had a level of understanding as our relationship progressed that we could just get it out. Yeah. Be honest. Yeah. Spit yeah. it out if you're in a. And that's not to be unkind. It's no. about actually, yeah. Like if you're feeling something, you've still got to find ways. Because the power of words is still really important. I don't think it it helps to be unkind with your words because you're feeling big feelings in that moment. And I know I've had many times where I've misused words that have not been very helpful. Mm. So it is about um, 
that that dampening of spirit that is uniquely you when someone you know says to you or you get that sense that perhaps you're being too much and you know one of our dear friends she apologizes for this kind of stuff all the time and if it was appropriate I'd give her a wallop over the head I realize it's not so there's no corporal um punishment coming this way but but I feel that you know that thing that we apologize for showing up authentically and I'm like that's what's missing in the world we need more people showing up authentically yeah because they'd be fucking the shoulds everywhere wouldn't they 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 would be and and Mm. and that you know really that's where it ties in yeah you know again we say you know fuck the shoulds if the should you should if the should we prefer you not to be there yes you know because you've made that decision not to be but if you've made the decision to go or to interact or to put yourself out there be exactly who you are. Yeah. And for far too long, society or people around us have, the beautiful example Jody's just given, have told us, oh, you just need to hold that little bit of yourself back and you need yeah. to hang on to this, you need to hang on to that. And then it has the potential at some point in time you're going to revert to your, your authentic self. Yes. And that could very well be part of the friction that mm. some people experience further down the track. Yeah. And what they like when they suddenly show up with their, their real self and suddenly it's weird, oh, hang on. Um, hang on a minute, where am I going? Um, another classic example, and this one happened a while ago and I love it because it just resonates with showing up authentically. I hope it doesn't involve me. Actually, no. Oh, good. Not quite. <laughs> You're not going to throw me under the bus, thanks. Not yet. Um, where Jody and I have had the beautiful pleasure of working on and building hands-on um, two of our own houses. Mm. And, and and it's amazing. But I remember a, f- a friend who um, and a good friend who was constantly, yes, I'm, I'm going to help or I'm going to be there, I'm going to do this, I'm, I'm going to do that. And um, he turned up one day and we're, I think we're on the roof and we're madly trying to screw battens down to the roof. And I'm not great with heights at the best of times, but I'm sort of hanging in there, you know, um, screwing these battens down. And he goes, I'm here to help. And I thought, and I looked down and I thought, no, you're not. Because he was wearing a pair of thongs. Yeah. <laughs> and he knew we'd be working on a roof. Yeah. It's not really safety 101. Yeah. And so there was a lack of physical, like a visual lack of authenticity there. And then um, this this wonderful friend, not to be, not to miss out, then proceeded to try and assist from the ground to us four and a half metres up in the air mm. um, for a while and then sort of just, wasn't getting any interaction from us because I'm still up there, you know, holding on for dear life while I'm trying to screw the patterns down. Um, so I'm sort of still bad given we had harnesses on and all that sort of stuff. Anyway, that's I'll, all right. I'll You're just, not a fan of heights. I'll take it with me in heights. <laughs> and I remember thinking back on it that as much as this person wanted to help, yeah, it was a bit of a should for them. Yeah. And they turned up because they felt they should turn up because yeah. I'd offered their help. And then they didn't turn up authentically. And it was just one of those things that's always stuck with me. If I'm going to go somewhere, if I offered you help at your house or if I was there to even have a conversation with you, yeah, then I'm going to put aside what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put my phone away. I'm going to have my tools with me. Yeah. I'm going to have a few things that were there and I'm going to turn up and I'm going to do whatever I can in that moment, be it five minutes, ten minutes, be it all day, yeah. to Bring you the best that I can. And well, that, that's that um, your words having your bond, you know. So when you actually give that commitment, you actually offer that bond in words and the whole appearance supports actually showing up. And I wonder if um, 
because I never think that kind of stuff is malicious. So, you know, people that show up with the intention of helping you renovate your house in thongs are really not that committed. That's essentially what you're saying, right? Yeah. And yeah. and that's not to criticise them. It's actually really interesting to notice the human human condition and it's almost like some kind of very gentle self-sabotage that the subconscious mind goes, no, no, put your thongs on. That's a much better footwear to go to a, you know, go to a work site. And so I wonder if that's part of the subconscious mind or the higher realms or the, you know, greater wisdom steering that person away from the should because they haven't been able to take themselves out of that should situation. So they've shown up ill-prepared. True. And and so it takes then someone authentically showing up to put healthy boundaries in place and say, actually, your welfare is really important and you're not prepared for this particular situation. You know, it's mm-hmm. like bringing a snorkel to a deep sea dive and you're not really <laughs> going to let the person go down 25 metres because they won't come back they up. They won't come back up. No. Um, in there, the other, one of the other ones that I mentioned and I want to bring it back to now, I mean, that's just an example um, that probably a lot of us can relate to where we've seen, we've had people turn up, yeah, I'm here to help. Yeah. And, you know, they're just absolutely not equipped, ready to go. Um, is when it comes to conversations with friends and family and people around us. And when, in particular, if you find yourself in a role where you are supporting people. Yeah. And if as you in are, being the shoulder. As being the shoulder, the as being the sounding board, as being just the, the, the rock that just hears or it lets the so that person can let it go. Yeah. And um when someone turns up for that help from you and you're ready to give that, that's where showing up authentically is not just putting you, it's not just putting away your phone. It's not just sitting down and taking the time. It's also listening and then giving back advice from your authentic self, even if it's sometimes it's advice that people may struggle to hear. Yeah. Because when it's that's invited, why they're there. When I, mean, it's I think part of showing up authentically is recognising and affording people that spaciousness when they're not actually inviting that feedback. There's, mm-hmm. there's. I mean, we really have done a lot of that because, you know, we were working in emergency services. The joke would be we'd be walking around with our cape tucked in our backpack all the time in case there was an emergency, we needed to go and help someone. And so the saviour identity was really strong with us. Mm. And we've really been letting that one go, haven't we? We've had to because yeah. it doesn't serve. It doesn't serve us. anyone. It doesn't serve, I mean, it doesn't even serve the person who actually just wants to, you know, unload. And, in fact, they're showing up authentically in that moment, Mm -hmm. which is a beautiful thing. But when you step in and provide unsolicited advice, you rob them of their own self-discovery for what's probably the right level of understanding or epiphany or whatever it is for them in that moment. No, no, definitely. And and this is also when your power of words and the words that you choose yeah. become extremely important. Yeah. Um, there's ways to deliver challenging news or, yeah. you know, hard to swallow stuff mm. without necessarily being offensive about it, yeah. without, you know, banging it over the person's head mm. um, or even giving them the opportunity to find that um, that conclusion themselves. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it- interesting. If I can, I don't want to misdirect what you want to say, but 
Um, some no, I'm not trying to. I'm just <laughs> just something that you said just made me remember. I think sometimes what can happen is when we think we're showing up authentically, it can be that the balls and all is everything you're feeling at that moment, right? So I'm thinking like when when McGill used to come home from um, his policing shifts, he had this really beautiful habit that he would close um, the gate at home and he would do that by getting out of the car and that would be closing his day, his work day, so that you didn't actually come into the house with all the work energy and the murkiness and the low vibes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think what there is is there's a discernment around showing up authentically that if you're feeling tired and shitty and cranky at work, that when you then take that out on your kids or family in some way and you just come in with that tiredness. Now, your kids and family, have your your beloved and your um, kids have missed you all day. So it's so that tiredness or lack of empathy or lack of capacity. Or lack or, of ability to now show up for your family. Yeah, just shortened kind of a coping mm-hmm. um, moment. When that happens, it's not reflective of the relationship of your, you know, your beloveds. It's actually reflective of the fact that you're tired of work mm-hmm. and you haven't created closure around that segment of your day. Yep. And so I wonder if sometimes we can um, misinterpret showing up authentically as bringing our crap into the new environment that's not reflective of the of the people there? Does that make sense? No, it does. And, and seeing you brought it up, it, yeah. so I had a number of different routines um, that I would use to delineate between my work life yeah. and my home life. Um, and what, one of the other ones I would do is I would turn off the radio um, 20 minutes from home. And it's just, a top idea anytime. It, 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 it is. Yeah. It is. No, funnily enough, I don't listen to the radio much anymore anyway yeah. but I would have the radio off yeah for that last sort of 20 minutes to half an hour home even if I was listening to a podcast funny or I was listening uh-huh. to <laughs> or I was listening to some some music that I really enjoyed or whatever I would, I would turn it off um and I would basically when I got home normally the gate would be closed so I'd get out I'd open the gate or if the gate was open I'd drive through I'd stop put the car in park get out walk back close the gate and in my mind at that point in time, because my mind was relatively clear, I've had 20 minutes of thinking about to process what happened during the day, but also to start thinking about where I'm going to. Yes. Um, and I'd sort of get out. And as soon as I closed that gate, anything that had been troubling for me from that day, I literally would push it out the gate, yeah. close the gate, drive in, park the car. And at that point in time, I'd be showing up. Back to into my heart space. Yeah, that's right. Back to who and I am. Maybe that's what that is. That showing up um, authentically is actually showing up in your full capacity, connected in with your heart. It doesn't mean you can't be sad in your heart. You can't be tired in your heart. You can't have all the kaleidoscope of feelings within mm. that. But it's a really, um, it's a very raw state, isn't it? It is. It's yeah. not. It's not laden with all the shoulds of work life and you know financial commitments and everything else the 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 gray noise not even white noise out there but the gray noise of society well it also when you start taking those things out what stops a lot of us from doing that and leaving that frustration at the gate mm. in this example mm. is that we then open ourselves to a little bit of vulnerability yeah and you know what else yeah you got to embrace that yeah. And you've got to realise that, you know, sometimes you need to put yourself out there and be 
vulnerable. Yeah. And what a brilliant thing to model to our kids. We we have really encouraged our kids to show up authentically, haven't we? Like when they are cracking the sads and, you know, number four is absolutely spot on with how he cracks the sads, he really shows up. And there was a quite some time where we would just try and jump them down because of that what felt like ugly behaviour. It's actually just expressive behaviour. It was just counter to what we were trying to do as a family or an individual. And so, I mean, you see that with parents all the time. They're shushing their children and they're um, shortcutting the children's expression of whatever it is they're trying to get out. And no wonder this style of parenting just plays over and over and over in every generation doesn't it? It does. Because we just, we have it modelled to us, we experience it as children and then we go, great, now we've got our own, we can carry on that. We can same, pass this salient yeah, lesson on that's ingrained yeah, in us. Yeah. So so the showing up authentically, particularly as a parent and particularly then allowing or facilitating space for your kids to show up authentically means sometimes you have to throw your watch in the bin and stop looking at the time Yep. because all that stuff isn't some neat, tidy, 10-second kind of awareness of, oh, now I feel better, I've vented, you know. it's Sometimes it actually is elongated and painful and you want to fantasise about digging graves and all the other inappropriate thoughts that we have as parents. And our children are probably, in, in our instance, but you would probably find for a lot of you, are the most raw and authentic human beings that you're going to see when they're upset over something they're going to let you know about it yeah and when they're disappointed and sad they're going to let you know but when they're full of joy and happiness and love they're going to they're going to give all that to you yeah and um you know as Jody said we may you may have seen it through parenting with your own parents or through other people you might even see it at the shops where a kid's having a tantrum mm. and mum's so embarrassed yeah. And looking around going, am I being judged here? Mm. Um, we've, we train that authenticity out of ourselves. We do, don't we? And then we wonder why we end up with uh, challenges, uh, getting in touch with our, uh, or expressing our emotions or our feelings yeah. or our, our heart-basedness. We're making accurate decisions that are in alignment for our highest good. Mm. Because if you are so removed from showing up authentically, then how do you ever really get your own guidance for what's what is in your best interest or your highest good or any of that kind of stuff. And I really believe you have your own set of personal instructions within. You always have the answer. Sometimes it's not obvious, but it absolutely is there. And, you know, one of the things that we are experiencing as this sort of age of awareness, you know, like I feel like we're at that kind of certain age. We're in our 40s and we're hanging on tight for our 40s. But, you know, we're, we're in our 40s and we're sort of aware of this thing of, you know, get quiet, get in nature, take out all of the electronic stimulation that's out there. I mean, particularly this very addictive scrolling of whatever platform you choose, you know, um, all that stuff. When you take out that is seriously grey noise, all that scrolling is grey noise. When you take that out, then suddenly you hear, a little voice within, whether that's in your heart, in your creative centre, in your, you know, consciousness, it's a beautiful thing. So find a way to get quiet if you don't feel 
like you have a um, template for finding your authentic self or showing up authentically. And and notice when you stop yourself from showing up authentically and if it feels safe to do so, fuck the shoulds in that moment and give it a go because um, you really don't know how it will be until you until you have a crack. Yeah, until you actually get in touch. And yeah. beautifully what you touched on there is um, getting back in touch with your self as well. Yeah. So finding that quiet and going, you know, and there's nothing, I think we miss out a lot on reconnecting with ourselves so that we understand who we are before we start to put ourselves out there yeah. um, to the rest of the world. Because when you understand who you are and you're centred and you're balanced within yourself, yeah, then you have that ability to fuck the shoulds and to turn up authentically as people need you. Yeah, well, showing up authentically is embodiment, isn't it? It is. Like it just is embodiment. <sighs> Look at us. We're managing to have conversations that are a little bit shorter than 40 minutes ago. <laughs> and I'm managing to get stuff off my chest, which is an amazing thing. Well done. <laughs> Thank you, darling. You got anything more you want to add, darling? No. Um, absolutely Has it not. been a delight? It's always a delight. Shall we do it again? <laughs> not right now, but yes. Right. Yes. All right. Beautiful. Talk to you again, beautiful Quantifolk. And um, yeah, we'd be keen to know how you go. And if you've got any questions or, you know, there was, there was an opportunity that someone mentioned about being able to have conversations. If you're up for that, let us know as well because mm-hmm. we love conversations. Or topic ideas. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've got heaps, don't get me wrong. But Yeah, yeah, we've got a lot to say. If you, if you want to. And an unsolicited opinion, yes. funnily enough. Um, yeah, no guarantees I'll shut my mouth. Yeah, it'll be authentic though. Yeah. That's for certain. Um, Thanks. Yeah, that's, that's who you are. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it again soon. Um, I really like the idea of continuing to um, explore this radical self-responsibility theme and there's so much that comes under that umbrella term. There so is. It's going to be more than the 40 more to say. podcast, that one. See you, folks. Bye.